Hey there, and welcome to a Meaningful Mess podcast. Before we get started, I just want to say thanks for listening. I'm your host, Andy McNair. I love sharing about and advocating for gifted education, talking about passion-based learning, aka Genius Hour, and just sharing practical ways to make learning meaningful for today's learners. If this is your first time to listen, please check out the trailer episode to learn more. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Here we go. Welcome back to A Meaningful Mess podcast, Mastery versus Perfectionism. This is a really important conversation, and I think one that we should be especially having in the gifted education community. So on today's episode, I want to explore mastery and perfectionism. What's the difference? How can we help our gifted learners strive toward excellence, but to do so with more of a mastery mindset than a perfectionistic mindset. Now, I want to be clear. I'm not prepared to say that I think perfectionism is always a bad thing. Number one, I don't like to talk in absolutes. And number two, I recognize and realize that there are some times that things do need to be perfect. However, when that becomes the mindset that is expected or the mindset that is cultivated all of the time, it leads to things like underachievement. It can lead to an apathetic approach to learning or just complete disengagement as they begin to realize that they'll never live up to those expectations of perfectionism. And so as we talk through this, I want you to really be thinking about your learners, specifically your gifted learners who deal with perfectionism. And I want you to think through how might a shift in mindset more toward a mastery mindset impact them in a positive way. So a little bit of a backstory on today's topic. So over on my website, andymcnair.com, I do individual coaching sessions for educators. And I love these because it gives us an opportunity to kind of take a deep dive into a specific concept, idea, or designing a specific learning experience. And it's absolutely one of my favorite things to do. Well, recently, I had the opportunity to connect with a very cool educator doing very cool things in his classroom, and he was really wanting to help his learners understand perfectionism. He wanted them to understand what it was and really how, whether or not they had perfectionistic tendencies. So he was getting getting them to this place of self-awareness to know, is perfectionism something that I deal with, and is it something that I deal with so much that it's detrimental to my learning journey. And so as we began to discuss, actually before we started discussing and as I was preparing for our time together, I kind of had this aha moment of, you know, I think sometimes we don't help our gifted learners understand that while it's okay to strive for excellence, the mindset that they put in place to do so is really important. So mastery and perfectionism are two concepts that are oftentimes confused, but they're really very different because both involve striving for excellence, right? I've said that both of them are focused on doing something well, but they have different approaches, different mindsets, and ultimately very different outcomes. 
I think if we kind of take the 30,000 foot view or look at the big picture, mastery is focused on the process of learning and improvement. That's a big difference. While perfectionism is focused on achieving a flawless final outcome. When I think about these two things, I think about learners who have a mastery mindset. They oftentimes understand that learning is a journey and there are going to be obstacles and they're able to see those obstacles as opportunities. Um, the learners that have that perfectionistic mindset oftentimes see obstacles as a barrier or they see them as something that shouldn't be there in the first place. And so that frustration happens so much more quickly for them and productive struggle is definitely not something that they value and see as a beneficial part of the learning process. So today on today's episode, we're going to talk about three different differences, three different differences. That was great. Three key differences between these two concepts. And so let's just jump right in. Number one, process versus product. Look, I talk about this a lot on this podcast, and I think I even talked about it on the last episode, but this is big time. This is something that we should be having lots of conversation around in education, and specifically right now, um, as things begin to shift and change, and we are, um, whether we realize it or not, we are really going to have to rethink what education looks like, what learning looks like as artificial intelligence and access to information begins to kind of infiltrate or become the reality for so many of our learners. And what I mean by that is when they have access to information and access to content, it becomes more difficult to just focus on the outcome or just focus on the right answers. I think what that's gonna mean for us in education is that we're going to have to focus more on the product. Learning by doing is going to become more of a reality and it's going to be how learning happens for so many of our kids because of that instant access to so many things because of the technology that they have at their fingertips. Okay, time out. So I just want to say I misspoke in that last section. Sometimes I go back and listen to the episode before I put it out there. Thank goodness I did that this time because I said what I think that's going to mean for us in education is that we need to focus on the product. What I meant to say was that what that means for us in education is that we're going to have to focus on the process. Okay, carry on. Pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> so Mastery is all about the process of learning and improvement, while perfectionism is all about the outcome. Those that are kind of striving for mastery, they're more concerned with developing their skills and knowledge over time, where I think when you have that perfectionistic mindset, you expect those things to happen instantly. So that developing is a key word. Also, improvement is a key word. The expectation is that there's going to be improvement through the developing of those skills, where perfectionism sees that if it doesn't happen instantly, something must be wrong. So when they have a mastery mindset, what we want to aim for is we want our learners to recognize that mistakes and setbacks are part of the learning process or the learning journey. And we want them to see challenge as an opportunity to learn and grow and not as something that is just in their way of creating this flawless final product. 
I think I talked about on the last episode as well that even even with Genius Hour, any type of PBL, it's easy for our learners to get so focused on the product that they forget how important the process is. And I think that's why it's so important that we utilize words like the expected product, because sometimes the outcome of a learning experience is not what we thought it would be, right? We thought we were going to create this amazing, uh, maybe model volcano. And maybe that didn't work out, but there was still learning that happened in that journey. So the product may actually be a reflection on what they could have done differently. So just thinking about this idea of process versus product and giving our learners the opportunity, just small shifts that we make in what we ask them to do each day can very slowly start to turn that ship around and help them see the process just as valuable, if not more valuable than the product itself. So one way that I think that we can make that happen is through making reflection a priority in the classroom, giving our learners the opportunity to not just give us the correct answers, not just tell us what they think we want to hear, but to really reflect on what did I learn today and why was it important to me? Asking questions like, what do you wish you would have done differently today? Or how could you, what connections did you make? Just those deep questions that give them an opportunity to consider more than just the outcome of the work. It gives them the opportunity to consider the work itself. So process over product, very important. And I think that can be achieved through making reflection a priority every single day in the classroom. All right, number two, um, high versus unrealistic expectations. This is a big one and something that I think we really have to keep in mind when it comes to gifted learners. I talk to parents of gifted learners about this a lot because it happens often without us even realizing it. Sometimes those high expectations turn into unrealistic expectations and we don't even see it coming. So when we think about realistic goals and standards, those are things that can be achieved with effort and practice. But when we think about unrealistic expectations, those expectations are sometimes unattainable without frustration or making the learner feel like they are less than, right? They don't feel like it's something that they can achieve. And these unrealistic expectations result result in our learners never being satisfied with their work. They're critical of themselves, critical of others, and this can lead to what we do not want, which is a fear of failure and an avoidance of challenges. And you guys, that is not where we want to head, right? We don't want our learners to become so focused on the unrealistic expectations that are placed before them that they start to avoid challenges and that they won't take risks because ultimately that will hinder their learning and their growth. If they're only doing what's safe, if they're only doing what's going to result in the unrealistic expectation of always making straight A's or never struggling in class, then they're not going to take risks, which is going to hinder the learning process and the learning journey and beyond the walls of the classroom, that's going to become a problem. And so as we think through this, those the 
high expectations. And I always like to say high versus unrealistic because I do not think there is anything wrong with having high expectations for our learners. But but in that same sentence, I'll say that it's important to understand and know the difference. High expectations should leave enough room that, that will give our learners the opportunity to be willing to take risks, try new things, and make mistakes in order to learn and grow because that's reality. It is not realistic to think that a gifted learner is never going to make a mistake. It's not realistic to think that they will never struggle. In fact, if that's the case, real learning isn't happening and that's not okay. So as we kind of start to shift them into this idea of mastery versus perfectionism, it's important to have conversations with them about the expectations that are placed on them. I think so often we have these expectations and we say, okay, this is what I as your teacher expect from you, or this is what I as your parent expect from you. It's also important to ask them, what do you expect of you? And these expectations that I'm sharing with you, do they feel like high expectations? Do they feel like unrealistic expectations? And then let them justify that. Why does that feel unrealistic? Or, or why does it not feel unrealistic? Because listening to them is half the battle, if not more, right? Knowing what they are experiencing can help us gain insight into in that striving toward excellence, are they starting to lean more toward mastery where they're focused on the journey or are they starting to lean into that idea of perfectionism that can kind of get them into some murky waters and can become dangerous down the line if we aren't really careful. So high versus unrealistic expectations, really important conversation. Another way that you can say that is just realistic versus unrealistic expectations. Either way, an important conversation to have. And I think the practical piece there is just asking our learners about the expectations that are placed on them and paying attention to whether or not they are shying away from taking risks or accepting challenges because of those expectations. Okay, number three, growth versus fixed mindset. Again, this isn't something that you haven't heard before. Growth mindset has been around for a long time, but this is so important because when we think about perfectionism, oftentimes that happens as a result of a fixed mindset. I can only see this one way of doing this and there is no room for any anything to go wrong. There's no room for challenges or obstacles. And a growth mindset is able to see that it's those challenges and obstacles, like we talked about earlier, that's going to result in real learning. Um, I think when we think about a fixed mindset, oftentimes learners assume that their abilities are fixed and they can't be improved. Like, oh, I'm gifted. So the abilities that I have now, these are my superpowers and nothing's going to change. And if it changes either way, right, if I if I don't know something, this is where imposter syndrome starts to come into play. Like, oh, my gosh, I must not be who everybody thought that I was. Maybe I'm not even gifted. When they have that fixed mindset, it can start to lead them down that path where if we teach them to have a growth mindset, 
when they don't understand something or they aren't able to learn something easily, they're able to have that perspective of, I'm just not able to do this. You guys can say it with me yet. And the more our learners become capable of doing that, the more they'll be able to see that it's not about doing it perfect. It's about doing it well and it's striving toward excellence. It's, it's that journey of getting there. It's not immediate. It shouldn't have to happen instantly for them to feel like they're doing what needs to be done. You know, I think fixed mindset so often can lead to a lack of motivation and a reluctance to do anything different because their mindset is just so fixed on this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it because I don't want to do anything wrong. I talk to so many educators who will say that sometimes their gifted learners will completely shut down or just refuse to do something that doesn't seem easy or something outside of their comfort zone. And that is a big red flag when it comes to their mindset. And mindset is really important when we're talking about mastery versus perfectionism, because if we can help their mindset get to a place where it's a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset, that mastery mindset is going to come into play as well. And that's definitely what we want, definitely what we're working toward. So let's talk through these three key differences one more time. Um, process versus product, that's a big one. Um, high versus unrealistic expectations or realistic versus unrealistic expectations and then growth versus fixed mindset. And let me kind of back up here and say that if you're going to do something practical in your classroom to address growth and fixed mindset, I think that one thing you can do is to focus on growth over goals. We have our students set goals often. And while I am not suggesting that that's a bad thing, I think it is, I think it's a great practice to put into place in your classroom. But when we get so focused on the goals that we don't give our learners the opportunity to document their growth, I think that's a mistake. So one of the things that I think we can do in the classroom to practically encourage this type of thinking is to celebrate growth. Don't just celebrate when they get to their goal. Celebrate the small steps that they have to take to get to that goal and help them see productive struggle and, and all of those things that happen along the way as just part of the process. And those things deserve to be celebrated as well. So focusing on growth and goals in the classroom, I think is something really practical that we can do to start helping our learners understand why growth mindset is so important. So like I said, number three, growth versus fixed mindset. But all three of these ideas are just an opportunity to help our learners understand what is mastery, what is perfectionism, and why is it important that I not only understand the difference, but that I start, that I'm self-aware enough to know Hey, in this particular circumstance, I have a mastery mindset. In this particular circumstance, I'm kind of leaning toward a perfectionistic mindset. How can I make mastery the goal? Uh, mastery is actually something I talk about a lot with Genius Hour because it's one of the purpose buckets that I say all the time that our learners should, there should be a reason that they're working on the project. And one of the reasons is mastery, right? And I always say that mastery is the opportunity to 
learn how to do something well or to learn how to do something better. And, and so again, helping our learners see that that is a journey. It's not something that's going to happen instantly is really important and just something that I think that we could, we should consider. So I hope that today has just helped you kind of maybe start thinking about, Hey, some of my learners who have that perfectionistic, those perfectionistic tendencies, how can I start to help them shift more towards mastery? Um, and how can I help them understand that there's nothing wrong with striving toward excellence, but it's the mindset that matters. And we don't want to encourage a mindset that's going to be detrimental or that is going to help them see kind of their learning journey through a lens that isn't realistic and isn't going to be sustainable. So hopefully all of that made sense to you guys. As always, thank you so much for being a part of the Meaningful Mess community. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to learn with me today. I absolutely love this community and enjoy sharing and learning with you. Check out today's episode notes by swapping up in most podcast apps. If you'd like to learn and connect more, you can follow me over on Twitter at McNairAN3, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at A Meaningful Mess. You can always find tons of resources, inspiration, and information over on my website, andymcnair.com. Be sure to check out my blog, Genius Hour resources, and so much more. Enjoy the rest of your day, and as always, I hope that today's episode has inspired you to find meaning in your mess.